I have a number of listeners who believe that uh, if if you don't believe the way they believe, you're a chump and you are a spreader of lies and uh, you are uh, causing the climate alarmism to uh, to grow to greater numbers. And if you would simply be silenced and believe only one narrative, then we would have a whole lot less problem. Uh, that's why I try to bring people from both sides of any particular issue so that you, ladies and gentlemen, can decide unless you're going to spend the next seven or eight minutes yelling and screaming at the radio. And that would be too bad. James Taylor uh, from the Heartland Institute, president of the Heartland Institute, our guest to talk a little about climate alarmism and what's really going on out there. Uh, James, good morning and thanks very much uh, for talking with us. Uh, I should hey, just good morning. I should just tell you right away, you're a chump uh, because <laughs> you don't believe what the government tells us about uh, climate change. Ta- let's let's start with something that is at least topical via the calendar. It's Christmas time. Are Christmas trees being killed by climate change? Well, that's what you would think if you pay attention to the corporate mainstream media, because there have been a, a whole slate of stories in the past week or two saying that Christmas tree prices are going up, and the reason is because of climate change, and it's harder to grow Christmas trees. There's fewer of them. The reality is is that objective data shows that there's no decline in the production of Christmas trees. In fact, trees as a whole, vegetation as a whole throughout the planet, they love carbon dioxide. That's the reason why they pump it into greenhouses. And according to the Association uh, of Christmas Tree Producers, I forget the exact name, the American Christmas Tree Growers or whatever it's called, according to their own data, there's been no decline in Christmas trees. So when you hear in the media you're paying more for Christmas trees because of global warming, no, you're not. You're paying more for Christmas trees because of the supply chain crisis that has been created by and perpetuated by the Biden administration. All right, so Christmas trees are up in price because they uh, because the infrastructure can't get you a Christmas tree fast enough at a reasonable price. Correct. If you have a shortage of trees or higher price trees, it's not because trees suddenly stopped growing. So maybe in Wisconsin people are lucky because uh, here in western Wisconsin we grow our own and uh, can go out into the woods and stomp around and cut it down and take it home and be be pleased if uh, you're paying a ton more for a Christmas tree locally that you're cutting down. Maybe you should consider uh, why or talk to the uh, owner of that farm. Huh? Yeah, and can I bring up one other point? Sure, here? please. Uh, we hear in the news every year around Thanksgiving as well as Christmas that global warming is causing a shortage of cranberries, decimating cranberry production. So that was in the news around Thanksgiving. If you heard any of those stories, it is objectively false. Cranberry production, and of course in Wisconsin, Wisconsin leads the nation in cranberry production. Cranberry production sets new records virtually every year. In fact, cranberry production is so bountiful that just a few years ago, cranberry growers petitioned the federal government for some way to limit production because they weren't getting enough money for cranberries because they're so easy to grow. So when you hear this Christmas as well, that, oh no, because of global warming, your cranberry sauce may soon be in jeopardy. Hogwash. It's easier than ever to produce cranberries. Uh, before we wander out into the Brazilian desert, can we just uh, uh, take a look via satellite at Kansas and uh, at a number of states in the Midwest that I've heard over the last few days because of the uh, the horrible climate change that caused all the tornadoes that has caused all of the destruction. I feel so badly for anybody who's Lives have been turned upside down literally and figuratively. Can we blame tornadoes on climate change? Absolutely not. It's because of our modest global warming 
that we are seeing fewer of these events. It is thanks to global warming that these events do not occur more frequently and more devastatingly. According to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, they keep precise data on the number of tornadoes as well as the number of F3 or stronger tornadoes, the ones that are the real killers. According to the objective data, there has been a very substantial decline in tornadoes as a whole, and especially the strong, deadly killer tornadoes as the planet warms. Now, global warming is not going to make all tornadoes disappear. And anybody who tries to make a link between global warming and that horrible tragedy that occurred over the weekend in Kentucky and in and, and, you know, various states. Right, I said uh, Kansas, Illinois, I meant Kentucky. They are either ignorant or they are deceitful because the objective data shows exactly the opposite. And well, and that's, but there's never going to be a time when we don't have that argument from one group or the other that the reason everything's bad is because climate change. And the only way to fix it is with solar panels and uh, wind turbines, who apparently uh, are also a, a problem when it comes to a, a global poisoning. Uh, but only one side of America wants to hear about that. Yeah, and, and, and of course, the latest angle here in the last couple of days is, well, this happening in December is so unusual. This is clearly a sign of global warming. Let's assume for the sake of argument that that's true. If throughout the year you have fewer tornadoes, and especially fewer deadly tornadoes, whether or not it happened in December or May or November or whatever the case is, we are getting objectively, irrefutably, fewer killer tornadoes than has been the than has been the case before the planet warmed it's because of global warming that these events do not occur much more frequently and with much more deadly uh, death toll as was the case for example in the 1970s if you're old enough like me to remember the 1970s 50 years of global warming ago these events occurred very frequently uh, several times each decade almost every year it would seem that's not the case today James Taylor, the president of the Heartland Institute, thank you very much for talking with us this morning and offering a different perspective because, you know, I like to bring lots and lots of perspectives to the program so that you can sit at a coffee table uh, across from someone who feels differently about you and talk, uh, unless you're just flinging your coffee at them and then there's less talk.